Hello ladies and gents, you with Adrianosaurus and I'm the coach of the Living Tavita Loca. I'm coming to you fresh off Monday Night Football after a little bit of a catastrophe with the old COVID in Brisbane and some lockdowns and some delayed and changed games. Uh, you know, Brisbane, we seem to have got that delta and um, we're locked down now till next uh, Sunday. So hopefully uh, we'll have to see what that means for the NRL moving forward. But um, it's around like, you know, it, it, just for a normal week would be bloody amazing, wouldn't it? It's just a off the hook, you know, always things changing and, you know, just spanners in the works everywhere. It's just been one humdinger of a year of NRL and Supercoach. Um, well, guys, I mean, you, there's going to be a heck of a lot of people out there that got 150 from good old Cody Walker. And, and, and you know, it's an abs- absolutely fantastic score. And, you know, you've gone and looped it. And then what happens? Tommy turbo happens that's what happened and of course in just to keep the storylines going good old des hasler brings him off you know with uh, you know the last 10 minutes and and he's one point short of the record so let's just see if he updates <laughs> but you know i mean tommy turbo how how amazing is he, he we, we say that he's a captaincy option every week and you know with the ceilings on on people like tommy turbo you know, like 150 is, you go you go to yourself in logical terms, you know, 150 is enough. And I think that that was a logical decision for people, particularly, you know, with the late pullout of Ramian, which is, who is a person who's in a lot of um, people's teams. Um, but Tommy Turbo, he's just, if you were scraping behind, and, and, and I'll be really interested to know the amount of people that looped, I think there'd be a really good percent worth of people that did loop. Um and, you know, you lose a little bit of points there. Um, you know, obviously with Tommy Turbo, captain being so high. So I think, you know, this week it'll be an interesting look to see what uh, you do in the ranks. There's some monster scores out there. Um, I think that par is probably, you know, if I'm being honest, I think it's it's going to be 1,400, maybe 1,450, I think is going to be par. Um you know, I'm sitting currently on a 15, what am I on? 15, 14, um, you know, which I'm pretty happy with um, uh, at a point there, especially after the ridiculous download dates that I got, you know, on the yesterday's games, um, you know, I lost 20 plus points off Hughes and I lost points off Cook and I went down 70 points in down dates, you know, we'll talk about that later, but, um, you know, I was probably thinking I'm going to land around that 1300 point, but you know, Tommy Turbo, he's just a phenom of, of NRL and super coach. It's hard to see that any other thing other than him, you know, nailing on the old, um, Dally M, you know, this year, if, if you've been honest, um, look, uh, last week I, I finished with the 1542, which is a, it was back to back fifteen hundreds for me. I had a nice jump last week. I went, um, I went up four hundred seventy one spots, and I entrenched myself well and truly in the top one thousand, uh, up to six hundred seventh overall. Um, hopefully, with my fifteen fourteen this week, I can maintain, or you know, I'll take a couple of green arrows. I think I might get a couple of green arrows, um, which is good. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy with that, and and I think it's a good time in the year. Um, trades, you know, I'm getting down to sort of final trades. Um, you know, this week I 
you know, if I'm if I'm telling the truth, I made a mistake. I, I sort of worked out my funds, and I'd always planned to um, bring in daily Cherry Evans. Um, you know, with Sean Johnson being a long term injury. Um, for probably the rest of the season, and then obviously losing Toto, I don't. I wanted to replace a centre wing, and um, you know, to get the money that I wanted to get Cherry Evans, I thought I'd had enough. The player that I really, really wanted was um, Gagai. I like his base, and I like um, you know the South's attack. He's on the right side of the field, and and I just had made the decision. I'd even you know flicked a couple of questions and a couple of um, you know uh, out to the people on socials and a couple of polls and things and you know a lot of people are saying Addo Car, but I was you know I like the pod nature of Gagai but you know I'd made an error and I'd actually hadn't had enough money to be able to bring in Daily Cherry Evans and Gagai I fell you know 15,000 short so I did bring in the Fox and as you know um, the Fox finished with 20 this week, and that's including a tri-assist. How bloody bad. But, you know, we know that you're going to get that from the Fox if he doesn't score tries. Um, and, you know, I've got some views on that. I think that a Manly that has Pappenhausen and um, Harry Grant, you know, they're straight down the middle. They're ruck players. They, they're always up the middle, and, and the ball doesn't seem to get out. Well, it didn't in that game because I have Olam as well, and they could have caught a cold out there on the on those edges. Um, and they in the first half when it was Hines on, he, he does those sweep plays and they get out wide, and it was looking like what we've been seeing in recent times for those players on uh, the Melbourne edges, um, and it was a little concerning, you know, not, not for an actual NRL point of view because the Melbourne Storm looked fantastic, and so did Harry Grant. Um, I think a little bit of uh, um, what happened last week when they played um, the Cowboys happened is that I think in actual NRL they, they got outscored in actual NRL in the second half there by Penrith and they look shitter to me personally as a team with Paps in the team you know and I know that's an unpopular belief or, or point of view um, but he, he, he's going to get better he's just I think that you just have to go through these growing pains until he gets back to full strength Um Look, um, Hines, uh, you could almost... Oh, I played Hines, and I expected he probably would have had a better minute share this week, which is a shock. Not really a shock, but it, it was a worst-case scenario thing that happened. Um, and, you know, he got less minutes. But when we get into injuries, we'll see that... Um, Jerome Hughes has done a calf and might be one to three weeks apparently um, which you think that Hines would just come into the halves um, and so Hines will live on again but um, ooh, you know it, the the choice there with Gago would have been an extra 50 points to me this week so mid 1500s um, but look I think that the Fox is still going to be a reasonable play on matchups uh, till the end and and that's the kind of player I'd have. I would just have him on the bench. And now I've got a really strong center wing um, lineup in order to, um, you know, pick and choose who I want to play on on, on matchups. Um, and, you know, I brought in Daily Cherry Evans, which is going to work for me. Obviously, now with Hughes out um, for one to three, he's my other half. So um, Daily Cherry Evans in, I mean, I probably would have sat him next week on the matchup that they've got next week because it's a tough one. Um, but... It's still, I mean, a lot of people are not going to have the trades to be able to cover uh, Hughes and, you know, they might have to play a real mug, you know, in uh, you know, as a backup. Um, you know, so Cherry Evans, it's, it's a good safety blanket to have there and just hopefully next week, you know, he, he steps up and, and has a reasonable game. I mean, look, if he, he, it's 
next next week he's got um, the Storm, and you know his average against them is quite poor. But it's a really interesting matchup with Mel uh, with Manly full strength and with Tommy Turbo in there. I think they'll be up for the game. So, um, but yeah, Cherry Evans today got a seventy odd. You know, it's. I mean, I would have preferred the one seventy that he got last week, but you know, you can't complain. I've scored over fifteen hundred, um, and you know, it's a good score. It's not, uh, you know, it's six not sixteen hundred. I mean, I think Timmy Timmy Moody in first there got a sixteen hundred, which I think is going to keep him in first. It's a great score, um, but yeah, I can see some down as low as twelve hundred. I think it's going to be fourteen hundred, fourteen fifty is par. Um, the Turbo's Hemis Cup. Um, this week I was up against Joe Fitz, the Belmore Busters, and the co-host of the SC Champions podcast there with Wilfred. Uh, Joe's a really f- clever guy and quite humorous, actually. He's got some really good points, um, uh, on Supercoach. He's got a good Supercoach mind, just quietly. Um, but... I've just pipped him, actually. I think uh, he's a 1474 and I'm a 1514. Um, it was a good matchup, actually, um, right up until the. I mean, he captained Tommy Turbo, and in that last game, I had um, DCE and uh, Marnie to Pow, you know, to, to catch him, and I did it. Um, it was a good matchup to finish off the regular season. And, you know, in the Turbo's Hammies, um, where am I going to be on the ladder? Looks, let's have a look at the live. Looks like I'm gonna start. Looks like everyone above me is gonna have a nice old win. Um, so I'm gonna fish top four um, in there, which I think is good. Uh, and it looks like the, the top eight's gonna be nice and settled. Um, all right, my talking points for the week. Um, we've had some injuries, you know, to key players um, this week, which just seems to be the story of the year. Um, Hughes has done the calf, and he's one of the, you know, that's you know while Cleary's out, he's been the top performing half. You know, in the competition, um, I think it was, you know, you, you had to have a combination of either DCE, Hughes, Cleary. Um, and, you know, he, he he looks like one to three weeks. Hopefully it's more like a one for teams. But um, that's an unfortunate uh, injury. Um, you've got Laurie has gone for the year. A lot of people might have had him in their team. Um, and that's a disappointing thing, you know, I think the Tigers are fizzling out, you know, they have got some softer matchups, but, um, you know, there was even some people bringing him in as a replacement for Toto, and that'll, that'll sting, and as will it sting for the people who, a lot of people who brought in Stags, um, he's injured for the rest of the year as well, um, and another one is, is Hunt, who's a, who's a highly owned player with the broken arm, uh, for four weeks, so it just doesn't, get any better news wise for us super coach um you know and it's going to be a tough old like i said tough old finish to the year um with injuries and you've got to have trades up their sleeve up your sleeve now I've, I've got trades now for to cover you know obviously i'm going to hold hughes because i can't i've got to save the trade for emergency against a, a, a turbo down or something big like that or strategically in finals, you know, I can't trade anyone out now, um, you know, for, for injuries. So, um, you know, but, you know, I think that the two trades, yeah, the Fox will wait and see, but I think on matchups, he'll be all right. Um, another thing, you know, the, the Sunday, the, the scoring and the down dates, you know, they really sting, I think this year, um, you know, Hughes lost a, a line break assist, try assist there for the Remus Smith try, 
Um, I did post on the socials as NRL Supercoach by Adrianosaurus that I wasn't overly impressed with those down dates and the and the great man Wilfred. You know, he he was having a bit of a a disagreement with me on the on the subject. You know, he was saying you know it didn't look to me like he assisted Remus at all, and I personally disagree. I think that it was a set play, obviously, for Melbourne Storm and Felice Kafusi ran the you know the perfect decoy. Um, he stopped beautifully before the line and, and, and the release time of the ball from Hughes, you know, got the ball just, you know, when um, Remus got the ball, he had an out, he had a step on the outside of uh, Naden there for the try. Yeah, sure, he had a bit of work to do, but, you know, if uh, IPAC can do an offload on the halfway line and Dylan Brown can, you know, step through six players and score and IPAP gets a, try, a line break assist, try assist. How is that not a try assist? You know, and look, it's it is one of those line ball ones. And you know, originally it was scored um, as a as a as a line break assist, try assist. Um, and Wilfred pointed out to me that you know the more senior scorers are the ones that do the rescoring. You know, the updates. Well, here's my response to that. Well, if 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 the original, if, if I can go go down seventy points in 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 two games of football, then why are we even doing live scoring? If it's that fucking out scrap the bloody live scoring and just give us our scores at the end because very rarely are these bloody live scores ever right you know and to me that just looked like one that's been given to Cleary or given to Cody Walker time and time again um you know it could have been it could be line ball but if you're gonna have staff in there that are getting it that grossly wrong then train them to either see it the way that these you know these update the senior ones are doing it and 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 start to get your product correct otherwise just scrap it if the live means nothing because we're going to have all of them corrected hugely it's the product is flawed um you know cook last week got two of those dummy half passes off to a front rower in tom burgess for the crash over tries both try assists he was originally given live the try assist for the Kaloa Matungi try, which was around behind his body, actually, as well, uh, down the short side. I thought that was actually more of a try assist than the ones the week before. But look, there's some more inconsistency. Last week, Cook himself gets two of them, gets the monster score. This week, he loses it in down dates. It's just inconsistent. And, you know, I mean, they're not... Sub- I mean, if they're subjective, then all of... What's going on with all the ones that are so badly wrong you know like ones that are completely definitely not even not even close to line ball like the the Hughes one that I'm saying they could go either way sure but there's ones that are definitely not try assist but depends on who you are and you'll get it and I just don't like it and I think you know the live scoring is just you know it's grossly out on what the actual score is you know and um I don't like it that's my point of view so you know I'll yield to the great man uh, Wilfred Sure, you know, maybe they just got it, you know, balls that up and it was, but to me it looked like a try assist. Um, and I don't know, maybe on these borderline ones, maybe we, we, then they have to bring in something that is last touch. They're going to get something for last touch because that's going to be a try that had no try assist. I don't know. I just don't know. Um, look, I just wanted to compare some of the people that everybody was bringing in this week to cover. Um, to all. Um, there was some great scores. I mean, obviously, if you brought in Laurie, you, you, you suffered with a two and the inju- injury. The Fox was the lowest scorer on the Melbourne Storm team for a 20. He was who I brought in, and it was a real kick in the nads. 
Um, you know, so people were bringing in the Fox. He got, he got 20. People already know for Luma. Um, and look, you know, on the run, it was a good choice, I think. He got 73. So that was a good bring in for you. Um, Gagai, who I wanted to bring in and I didn't bring in because I mucked up my maths and my funds. I um, got a 73, which is a good score. Um, Rapana got an 81. I know he was a, he was popular to people. Um, Bradman Best, 170, tunned up. Uh, Katoni Staggs, he got a 90, but unfortunately, um, he's injured for the rest of the year. But there were some big scores um, in um, Joey Manu, just quietly on the wing. Wow, how good, 108. Um, you know, he, he, he's probably, if he stays out on that wing, he could even be a buy option for you. But um, And who else was there that was really options that people were uh, bringing in? Maybe there was people bringing in the big beast, Marju. What did he get? And and Corey Thompson, for that matter. So Marju, um, 57, not too bad. Corey Thompson, 43, not too bad. Um, you know, well, yeah, but I, th- I think that the the, the, the Gagai buyers, the Nofo buyers, the Rapana buyers, um, good job for you. Um, look, the standout um, winners for the week uh, when it comes to scores, I just wanted to go through some of the ones that are relevant that we're all bringing in as finish the year people and who are nice and, and relevant um you've got joey manu 108 outstanding on on the wing there he's 10 percent owned and that's pod that's pod area for a ton you know he joey manu at fullback and on the wing is a prospect and a half and you know you can't argue with that score it's a huge score um sam walker was good with an 87 he's 29 percent owned i think um you know that's that's definitely not a pod but you know it's a good score um adam dewey with a 97 um seven percent owned those are the kind of percentages you want for you know riding around that ton um as is the case with luciano he got an 83 and he's just been ticking along nicely six percent owned um you know stag's got the 90 and he's five percent owned it would have been a beautiful thing for you if he wasn't injured for the rest of the year um has doing has things um 71 which is good no faluma um 73 which is a good score um pongam with a 98 and he's only 11 percent owned who would have thought ponga would be um a pod you know he's right in sort of podish area with a great run home and i had a feeling that on a dry track at suncorp he'd absolutely rip the raiders a new one and he did um you know he didn't quite get the big 150 but signs are good for for ponga and at 11 percent owned um you know yeah he, he i think he could go boom real soon all the, and, and 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 go boom for the run home uh rapana he's just been on fire he was in the wars in that game too had a bit of a you know bit of a mashed old head there but um 81 was good he's only six percent owned bradman best three percent owned getting a ton people who brought in bradman um well done um harry grant is four percent owned for an 88 how good uh hughes with the 69 uh he was originally at 90 he did down date and lose those those attacking stats and i don't like that i'm not it doesn't sit well with me. Uh, I'd be a hell of a lot more negative if I wasn't so happy with the Tommy Turbo score tonight. Uh, Latrell at 9% is having some sort of year, Latrell. 123 points. Um, when Latrell's playing like he did the other night, oh, I mean, that's that's the kind of South Sydney that you can see challenging Melbourne Storm on, on just on a GF, on a grand final day. 
Um, outstanding score. Cody Walker, 151, dynamic. What a game from Cody. And, you know, I mean, everybody knows things and scores that looked that look loopable and, and the 151 was was definitely looking like a loopable score five percent uh, uh you know sorry not five percent but um 151 um is a loopable score you'd think uh kaloa matangi uh, 92 six percent owned he's having a great year that kaloa matangi and he's a great line runner um and i mean i don't think anyone's really buying second row forwards now but the six percent that do own him you got yourself a nice old pod there um, and you know he's on the he's in the right part of the field to score well, and he is scoring well. Um, in the final games, which were today, the Monday, um, Tina had a good game for eighty four. Eighty four. Um, Brian Kelly, who, who's you know I don't know if people would have brought him in for no, he's still two percent, but you know he's an uber 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 pod, um, and he, and he's got a good score. So well done to. Uh, him, um, look, David Fafita, 61, um, came off the bench again, I mean, it wasn't, didn't look too good to me out there with Dave, I mean, he looked okay, but he doesn't go and chase the collision, he doesn't look hungry for the ball, I mean, he's getting him in a couple of runs, he reminds me of, like, Latrell back when he was at the Roosters, and, you know, a bit lazy, and just gets, you know, he gets himself to his super coach average with a couple of runs and you know you i mean look you know 60 you can live with it you know but i tell you what just in actual nrl terms i would take two david i would take one Hass before i'd take two david for feeders in my club you know like he's i don't think he's lived up to the price tag this year just quietly but the 61 i think i would put down as a as a shit score for him, you know, it needs to be 80, you know, for him in the second round. But anyway, um, you know, that, that's all that it was for good scores in that uh, game. And obviously the last one um, was all about the Tommy Turbo show. He got 224, agonizingly. He's fallen one short. Desi, you mofo. The old man professor took him off and um, he would have easily creamed it. But hopefully he updates at least equally. You've got to go at one point, hasn't he? Like... Anyway, but um, Ruben Garrick got a ton as well. He was on the end of some good Tommy Brilliance. 110's a good score. Daily Cherry Evans is 73. I brought him in. Um, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to help me big time, obviously, with Hughes out. Um, Schuster was pretty good with a 61. And over the other side, um, that Braden Trindle, even though he looked shit to me in actual, I only got a ton this week. I think he got a pie or two. Uh, Will Kennedy's a good He's really come on in leaps and bounds this year for the Sharks. Um, and I think next year Moylan could find himself in Reggie's and Kennedy be, you know, maybe in the fullback position next year for the Sharks. Um, over to the shit scores this week, the people that sort of let, let us down. Um, you've got, um, look, Radley, you know, 6% owned. He, he, if it's working for you how he was going in recent times, getting the 70s and 80s and, and whatnot, um, that's great at six percent, but he got thirty-four this week—a shit score. Um, look, Gutho's twenty percent owned, and it was a big game for you know the Eels, and they flopped. And um, Gutho fifty-nine in the fullback position um, is a fail for me. Uh, Reed Marnie nineteen percent owned. People sort of thought him versus Cook, you know. Um, 
I don't even. I think we've got fifties, you know, in there. Which, you know, uh, forty-two though is 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 low. I think you know from from your hooker and nineteen percent own, twenty-five percent own for Teddy with a sixty-eight. I think in the fullback position, Gutho is fifty-nine and Teddy sixty-eight. I mean, looking at um, Teddy. Sorry, looking at Turbo today. You, that's how you can see how they have to be fails, don't they? Teddy sixty-eight and Gutho fifty-nine against the Tommy Turbo 222 that's the difference you know uh Angus uh, watched that game and he was he looked lazy to me out there um he's highly owned but 49's a fail CHN was shit 39% he got hooked uh you know late in that game he just you know he's sometimes his energy levels are just really poor um and you know He's kind of like those that kind of one that you you just don't want to not play him every week because you know three out of five maybe four out of five will be good scores, but this week it was a shit one thirty nine. Um, you had Braley in there with a thirty two. You know, people have been trying to get him out for ages. Watson with the twenty four. We were thinking, you know, like maybe in that lock position he can get seventies, but twenty four. Man, that's got to be concerning. Fox, mate. 20 with a try assist? Wow. 20 with a try assist. Okay, just unbelievable. Olin with a 31 was shit. Hines, you know, spent a good period of time on the bench for a 44. That's shit. Hopefully he comes in to the halves, you know, for Hughes. Um, we'll have to wait and see on TLT. Paps, um, what did Paps get? If it, is it a 53? I've got it in the shit scores. I'll have a look. Why did I... I mean, Pat's taking a bit of time to warm up. He's not... You know, that's not a score that's going to compete. I know he played, didn't play the full minutes, but... Uh, yeah, 53 for Paps. You know, it's not... He hasn't shown and hasn't got the minutes yet for you to say, I'll just bring him in as my last trade and run home with him, you know? Um, Munster with a 41. That stinks. Sorry, Mun, sorry, Mad Dog. No good. Um, yeah, put Cookie there with a fifth of six. Last week it was over the ton, and you know, in that game it was you know the the Latrell and and Cody Walker show. So you know, usually when they're up so high, Cook is just a little bit down, but you know, it's not a, a shit shit score. Um, and yeah, Ben Hunt un, out unfortunately for four weeks at fifty one was a bit down um, for him, I think. And um, you know, those are the scores that I noticed for the week. I mean, what did I get in the last game? Was there any other shit scores? In the Manly game for people we expected. I mean, even Saab went pretty good today, didn't he? 71, a couple of tries. Uh, no, no no surprises in there, really, for me. Um, yeah. So, anyway, um, on to the next bit. And we'll just keep on keep on trucking in the pot, potty. Okay, now we're going to do the story component for the week. Um, had a week off last week. But this week, I'm going to tell the story of Ado's worst session ever. Session. Nudge, nudge. Um, now, if you don't want adults-only content, um, you know, skip ahead 10 minutes because there is a session involved in this story. And um, I will try to describe it in, you know, not the filthiest way possible, but it's quite a humorous story and I thought I'd tell it anyway. Anyway... Ada's out on the town one night. He is, you know, at a 
pub, a bar, you know, like a club type uh, setting. And I went to the men's. Now, when I'm in the men's, I go, I don't know, into the stall and there's a fucking, there's a handbag in there. And, you know, it's been, someone's like ransacked it or whatever for cards or money or whatever in there. But it's just in the bloody piss trough, covered in piss and everything. And, you know, I'm a bit of a good Samaritan. And so I thought, you know, I'll I'll grab this, um, you know, um, handbag and I'll take it out to the bar. And, you know, they can, you know, I don't know if they've got a loudspeaker or whatever. But anyway, so I take it out. As I reach, you know, the bar with this handbag, this girl like runs over to me very tidy uh, if I might say so myself, girl, probably way, way out of Ado's looks league, you know, even though I was in my, I don't know, I think I was 19 at the time, um, but she was too good looking for me, uh, but anyway, she ran over, she was like, oh my god, uh, my bag, and you say my bag, and um, she was ecstatic, because she'd been looking for a bag for like an hour, and obviously people had gone, oh, you know, whatever, walked past it, or done nothing about it, and she was chuffed, and so thankful to me that I returned um, her bag. And, you know, she, um, you know, she obviously had, it had been ransacked for money. So, you know, I, got, I bought her a drink and said, oh, you know, I know that things like that suck and, you know, it's, you know, ruin your night. But anyway, so she just really sort of took to me, I guess, like a knight in shining armor in a way. And we, I bought her a few drinks, actually, as it went. Maybe she was using me, I don't know. But um, look, long and short is that we spent the whole evening together and someone who's like way out of my league. And she, you know, we got to the point where the, you know, it was time to go home. It was about like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. in the morning. And um, she's like, oh, you know, I really want you to come back to mine. You know, I really, I really want you to. And I'm like, yep, all right, cool. I'm like, well, do you want to come back to mine? I actually live in the city here, you know, like close to, you know, the the club, you know. And she's like, no, no, I feel, you know, better at back at my home base. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, I understand that. And I'm cool, you know, with, with you know, safety first. And if you feel more secure there, and then at least that way you're safely home. And then I make my own way home. But anyway, we get in like, oh, I think it was cabs at those, that time. There was no Uber, you know, but um, we get to her house and it's a friggin' uh, caravan park. <laughs> and I mean, I don't, I mean, to all of you caravan, if you live in a caravan out there or you're a big caravan fan, I'm, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. But it just sort of knocked me for a loop a little bit. I didn't quite expect um a caravan was where i was going back to have a session with this girl uh and anyway she yeah sure enough she lives in this caravan now as we're sort of heading up to a caravan it's like two three in the morning she's like you must be quiet you know like we're really close you know to other um, van you know caravans and you you know we got to be real quiet in here so no matter what happens in there you know, you got to bite your lip and, um, you know, we've got to be really quiet. So I was like, you know, all right, well, whatever. Um, we go into a caravan and, and you know, ooh, mate, uh, I'm, I'm, is a bit of a clean freak and it's not an environment that really pleases me what I walk into in this caravan. You know, it's tidy, but it's very, you know, I just was, wasn't for me. But, uh, you know, we sit on a couch or chair or whatever that's in this caravan in the pitch black. And, um, you know, we start, I guess, making out and, you know, the session begins. And we kind of like, even though there's a bed up there, you know, 
up the top level like two steps up and then the back of the caravans the bed bit we just got cracking on the chair and floor uh anyway so we're um sessioning it was quite a you know like ada was even despite the caravan being absolutely disgusting to me and i couldn't believe that we were there uh the session was off to a a cracking start um and you know Ado's punching, he's, he's punched above his weight here, big time. So, um, session's going great. Session is, 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 is fantastic. Now, at a point, you know, 20 minutes into the session, I hear this noise to the right of me. And I look over to the right, there's fucking someone in this bed. <laughs> and I'm like, instantly, you know, Ado removes himself from said session, you know, you know pulls him uh, removes himself and mouths silently to to the girl like what the fuck is that she like looks back at me and she mouths i can see even in the pitch black what she mouths she like wraps her legs around my hips and she mouths the words keep going <laughs> and i don't know i feel I, f- I feel a little violated because I was just like, what the living hell? And so with the keep going demand, I, ate a, I went back I went back to the session and I continued with the session, like the, the silent sessioning, like the, the most, I was like a mime in there and at, at her demand to continue going. Now the session continues and I'm like, I find myself like instead of looking at, what I'm doing, I'm looking to the right. It turns out that it was actually her bloody parents. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is just bizarre. I can't believe that someone would take you back to session, you know, two meters away from your parents. But anyway, so session continues on and it goes for like another 15, 20 minutes. Me just like trying to be as silent as I can because these parents are sleeping up on the bloody bed. Anyway out of nowhere boom like being shot with a bloody gun i feel this immense sharp pain in my butthole region and again i immediately withdraw from said session i turn around because mate it was like someone threw a dart right in my asshole <laughs> boom threw a dart right in my asshole i turn around like to look at what's happened to me like, I think dad might have shot me or something, but I turn around and there is a fucking bird, like, pecking and ripping asshole hairs out of my backside, like a parakeet, you know, a fucking bird. <laughs> I was just, I was completely, like, there's times in your life where you're just like, what the fuck is going on here right now? What do I do? And... Anyway, so same thing. This bird, I, sh- I like shoo the bird away, and I'm like, like desperately, like look at the girl. I'm like, you know what's going on? And she's just like, hips around me again, and she's just like, you know the, you, you know this time it was you will keep going. And um, anyway, so I I had I I felt violated. I, I, this is probably I should have gone to the authorities. <laughs> But anyway, I, I did. I, I, I went back into session and I kept going. And that bird, even though I'd shoot it away, came back my, maybe three or four more times in that session, pecking and pulling at my ass hairs. 
And I tell you what, girl, the the girl, she uh, she she wasn't the easiest one in the world to. Um, what's the word for it? To 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 be happy enough to finish off the session, if you know what I mean. So. I, I did. I, it was Ado Brody's a, a game. I felt under pressure on the big stage. I had mum and dad up on the bed up there. I had a, a friggin' budgie like chomping at my asshole and, and a threatening woman uh, demanding me to finish. And I tell you what, I did finish the, the session, um, you know, and she was very happy that I finished the session and we sort of, you know, had a, had a kiss and parted ways. And, you know... I got myself out of Dodge. I, I left there at 3 a.m. And, you know, it was one of those things where I don't think I even got an ounce. Of, well, I mean, physically, you know, I might have got the manifestation of, of enjoying the, the session. But I, I, don't, I think emotionally and mentally, I did not enjoy that session one single bit. And, you know, she was a very attractive girl and, and I had her number, but I never, ever called her again. I ghosted her hard and... Um, <laughs> I mean, my poor old butthole. I just, uh, I, I, I walked away hobbling and wounded from a bird who was, you know, I mean, you just, you wouldn't read about it. And, you know, as a 19 year old or whatever, it was just like, I mean, you roll with the, I've always been a bit someone who rolls with the punches, but far out. I mean, it was, it had a bit of everything. I felt like a, you know, hashtag me too. I felt like, you know, a weird family voyeur at a caravan park and the bird. It's just like, oh, mate. Oh, anyway, that's the story. Ado's worst session ever. And, you know, I hope you skipped if you if it's not your cup of tea. Ten minutes, I said. So you should be all good if if, uh, <laughs> if you skipped ahead ten minutes. Now, um, you know, I'm going to have a guest on the show tonight. A wonderful... Um, wonderful bloke he runs his own podcast it's called the uh the fig jam um league it's a it's a dynasty draft league yes ado plays draft um and this wonderful man tom is a host of a show that they do as well um and him and i i think currently one one and two position on the old dynasty league ladder um big uh cronulla sharks fan um, and we'll talk to him soon about how his year's going. We'll talk a little bit about the dynasty, and I'll run the game show for him. Hopefully, he does a little better than Kev last week because Kev was fucking shocking. <laughs> I mean, it's like Kev doesn't even play super coach. But anyway, we'll um, next you'll hear from us. We'll be talking with Tom. Yay! All right. Well, we're back, and I'm here with the wonderful, the very you know clever and and wonderful person in Tom Otten. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure having you. I mean, I thought, um, you know, I've come on your podcast and I've even hijacked yours sometimes when you, we'll, we'll talk about where, where you, I know you from, but I've just sometimes, because I've got the code for the Zoom, I've just gone in and jumped in on the call. But um, look, I know you from the Fig Jam Dynasty League. Now, I want you to tell me what 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 the hell is that? If for people out there, I talk classic a lot on here. I don't ever talk draft, but you can talk to tell in and if you're explaining it to a, a dummy like me, what's the what's the dynasty league? Uh, we're a draft league. We're a twelve team draft league, and you're one of our uh, fabulous members or teams. Uh, and a dynasty league is if you've ever done NFL. Um, fantasy before dynasty league is basically 
you keep your same team year after year after year. So instead of like drafting, you're in a team, you're in a league with ten mates. You're drafting every year. Instead of drafting every year, you're just keeping your same team every year, and you're building. You're making smart trades to try and make your team the most dominant. And yeah, um, yeah. So in, yeah. in in essence, you know, you're bringing in people that are in their mid thirties who are, might be still guns now, but they they're getting towards the end of their career, and and you're going yeah. in on people like um, you know, Reese Walsh, whoever grabbed him early and stuff, because you know they're young and they're going to have a better you know, future. So, yeah, I mean, and, and I've enjoyed it. I think you and I are one and two. We're, we're in top top two spots. We've, yeah, we've been, we've been swapping one and two all year. It's been, <laughs> it's been a good battle. I know. Well, I mean, look, if I'm if I'm being honest, I've fucking lost Cleary. I lost Cleary, which yeah. was an absolute dagger to the heart. And, I mean, I think there was a part in the season where I was just, I, 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 I went without Tommy, and obviously because he had the late start for the year, I, I, I went against Tommy for the first pick in the in the league because that's I had first pick and I went with um Cleary which was probably unexpected for a few people in there but I just I went on age and I just and and knowing the way the games changed I knew Cleary would average over 100 which he has done for the whole year just a bit of a spanner in the works obviously that he got the shoulder but um you know I'm still hanging in with that top two spot which is very important when you come through uh, you know in a in a league anyway yeah, and Cleary, Cleary will be back for finals, which is, you know, from for the spot you're in, you're not worried about missing out on finals anymore. So Cleary right. will be back for our draft finals, and that's you know, perfect. Yeah, he'll dominate. I think it'll be you and you and Hampo. Hampo from BJ on game day. His team is stacked. Yeah, he's got a good yeah. team. I mean, I think he's giving you a he's good old. Really... He's giving you a good old go this week, isn't he? Uh, I'm not against him this week. Oh. But, um. Yeah, he's he's got Turbo, Isaiah Papali'i, David Feeder, oh. Ryan Madison. Like his team is just unbelievable. Well, I look forward to finals, and, and and I mean I look forward to especially, and I'm sure you would too, as someone who's played it, you know, or, you know, played it in in NFL and stuff. You know, it's mm. I look forward to next year too, how you start off the year, and you know, yeah. pre seasons and and people who sort of duck their head out early and stuff and um you know it should be really fun over the years i think to play and, and i look forward to yeah. it um you're I'm hoping to i'm hoping that um super coach will eventually add a dynasty option to the yeah that is the goal is for me to harass wilson smith enough so that yeah. they add dynasty to oh. the draft section of the app <laughs> oh well i mean t- uh, i did get to chat to wilson occasionally because he was in the turbos hammies cup you you would have heard of that one but yeah, um, yeah. i'm uh, you know i'm uh See, you're the creator of the Fig Jam Dynasty League. See, Kanda, that's how you do it. That's how you give credit to someone who created a league. Thanks for creating the Dynasty League, Tom. Um, Turbo Sammy's Cup. I am, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm doing pretty well in that. I mean, I'm going to make finals, and I'd like to take out the whole thing. And um, you know, um, it's got yeah, all yeah. the all the podcasters in there. Wilson's one of them who's we're signing up for next year. You should come on. You obviously podcast as well, doing the Fig Jam Dynasty <laughs> League. You can, but it, it is a classic league. And, and how do you go at classic? Yeah, uh, I've been good in the past. This year, not so much. I've actually turned off uh, classic this year. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm usually uh, I would say top ten k the last five years. And uh, last year was the big year. I was top 200 last year. Mm. Um, and that was where I sort of got real keen on it last year. And 
Uh, but this year, yeah, I, I made some stupid mistakes at the start of the year, and uh, yeah, it's really cost me. Again, <laughs> I've actually just, <laughs> I've actually just turned off. I'm in some big cash draft leagues. And I've decided to concentrate on them a bit more mm. rather than a classic team. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm opposite. I'm in, you know, nine of my ten leagues are cashy leagues in, in classic. And I did the great move this week. I, I, I messed up my my funds and I was always going to bring in Gagai and, um, and DCE. But unfortunately, I mucked up the money. So I was like, look, I'll go the Fox instead of Gagai and the Fox got 20 oh, including a truck including a try assist on the weekend which stings a little bit for you know getting a good score this week but you know it, it I think you can play him on matchups and he's gonna bag tries and you know um it was just one of those ones I just I was like 15 grand short of Gagai and I don't know how I messed up the maths you know I could have I could have sold elsewise you know, else you know in another way last week and had the money but it just happens you've got to like plan your moves weeks in advance and um mm. but I, I'm gonna make every one of my um you know head-to-head leagues which I think is is good I'm gonna finish up high in, in most of them but this week oh I think I'm gonna maybe get maybe 13 1400 this week maybe if turbo goes off as my captain yeah what what would you yeah, say, right. what would you say is the biggest um how have you found this year have you found classic hard this year or even in in draft it would relay back into draft i guess because you've got these players now with the way the new game plays where you can have you, you lose a draft head to head if if a player like turbo gets 200 or if a you know yeah. like you no chance but really really noticed i'm in some captains draft leagues and non-captain draft leagues and the captain draft leagues at the start of the year when Pappenhausen was going ballistic or Teddy was going ballistic and then Cleary was going ballistic. If you captain them, you know, you may as well just, you've won already. <laughs> um, especially Pappenhausen, what did he average like 130 the first four weeks or something? Mm. Um, and he was just a great captain option every week. Yeah, and I mean, I think even in basic draft, if you've got one of, if if you, like, I'm in one draft league where there's no captain, no vice, much like the Fig Jam, where yeah. I just don't have any ceiling, like real good ceiling players. I picked a lot of 80, 90 players, but I don't have a Pappenhausen, I don't have a, a Turbo, I don't have a Cleary, you know, I don't, I didn't have a Teddy, I just didn't have one of those big, you've got to get a big fullback, a big you know half you know the halves like, yeah. you know look at look at dce last week with his big 170 you know walker last night with his big 151 you know i think it's the, the way the game has gone you've got to get yourself those ceiling players even in basic draft you know like anyway that's just my thought i saw a, I saw a post on facebook yesterday i can't remember who it was but someone captained someone for an 80 yeah. and they were like Oh, I'm pissed off in my classic team. My only my captain only scored eighty. <laughs> yeah, I know. You wouldn't have thought of it a <laughs> million crazy, years ago. <laughs> mm. Compared to when I don't know how long you've been playing, but like I remember a sixty score was just yeah. You know, if you captain Paul Gallon, he got sixty. Yeah, you were just laughing. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that they've got to probably do some you know, tweaking to, I mean, we've got to start to reward in points, I think, some of the defensive plays in the game, maybe, yeah. you know, just to even it up because, you know, it's made front row and even second row to an extent a dead um, position, yeah. apart from players like Fafita who can go a ton, but it's only with tries because they're an attacking 
try scoring for second rower. You know, and, and same with IPAP and, and the tries. You know, if you, you're going to just stack your team with them, it's going to become an insoluble solution because they're all going to be too expensive for you to make a team, a classic team, you know, in future years because they're all going to be way too Next year, there's going to be, you know, Turbo's up near a million, Cleary's near a million, you know, Hines. I mean, you know, who, 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 who mm. how are you going to stack your team with guns next year? You can yeah. only afford maybe three or four guns i'm sure they'll put the salary up but i think they need to tweak the points where you know maybe there's more points for some of the tackling things that they do or you know some more of the defensive categories or even more for a i don't know maybe not tackle breaks but anyway they've got to they've got to sit down and work out some things i know they are but it's just very interesting to think about because otherwise it's just going to make it makes the game less fun because you're either getting rolled by 300 or 200 or you, or you win yeah. by 300 or 200. Anyway, as yeah. far as um, Classic goes this year, you said you're having a shocker. What is your uh, biggest success of the year, you reckon? Uh, well, actually, I had a really good start to the year. Maybe the first six or eight weeks, I was ranked around three to 5,000. And I captained pretty much all the big scores. Pappy for his 190-odd. Teddy for his 180-odd. Cleary for his 200 or whatever. Um, I nailed all them. Um, I, I didn't really, my trades, I, I saved trades, which I was, was really working on saving trades, did all that properly. Um, I didn't really make any gangbuster trades that I can think of. So you, um, should, be in the, but, you should be in the top 1,000 then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you one thing that really fucked me up. Oh, well, that was sure my next that... question was, what was your biggest fail? You tell me that. I left Tino Fasul Malawi in my team for three weeks in a row when he was suspended. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. And I don't... <laughs> I'm still not sure that I did do it. I'm, I'm oh, positive I pulled in the old glitch. Team. The old glitch. And I got Ryan James for a five one week, Saab for a two and... Oh, I don't. That hurt. But yeah. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I think me this off. year it's been one of those years where people sort of had faith in stains, you know. And and I mean, mm. you know, this uh, I've I brought in um, the fox on his lowest score of the year. He's been, uh, you know, he has actually lifted his um, base this year and averaged better. But this week, once Pap and um, and Harry Grant were back. They're up the ruck. They play up the ruck. They don't, you know, the, the, they don't. There's Melbourne Storm just start mm. as soon as those guys are on. It's all down the middle, not out to the edges. And the result yeah. there. I own Olam as well, and um, and and Fox now after this week, and you know Hines and his minutes on the bench. It's just a train wreck for Melbourne because in the past people would say, oh, I don't like to bring in Melbourne backline players because there's just, it's just too. Pers- sporadic they don't ever get you know consistent you know like he's a try scorer of the fox but if it's not a try it's yeah. 20 and i think with harry grant and pappenhausen back you know it's going to be that's what you're going to get from fox and you're going to have to just pick him on matchups and hope that he bags you, if he gets three tries he'll be under 100 yeah a funny story was that um i actually went a little bit viral on facebook it's because I left Fox on the bench the day he scored 160. He scored six tries and scored 180 yeah. last Jesus, one the, yeah. One of the super coach groups, I, I screenshotted it on the bench and 
and posted in one of the comments. And uh, someone obviously stole that screenshot and started sharing it around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, that's a shocker. Uh, I, I tried to hide myself from it for a while. Well, I mean, I actually my... ended up looping and copying his skins. Well, you, anyway, so. you, you and I are in a, in a messenger group together. And you know how much I love the mm. Whisperer. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> yeah. big, I'm a big fan. Like, I mean, uh, do, do, <laughs> I mean, he does that. Bloke does five podcasts a day. And he's showing everyone how to come fifteen thousandth. Thanks, thanks for all your tips, yeah. mate. I mean, he he brought in, he sold Toto, um, he sold Toto for AJ, and then left AJ on his non-playing reserves. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, mate, and and I had him in a head-to-head in the Turbo Sammy's Cup, and he brought in Saab minutes before kickoff with no Turbo in the team. I was just like. Has he ever is? I know he said that he's finished the top one hundred for five in the last five years, but I mean, can we get some screenshots? Because I don't think yeah. he's—I don't think he's ever played. <laughs> this is his first year. He was—he was some of the inspiration behind Fig Jam. Uh, Fig Jam for people that don't know is fuck. I'm good. Just ask me. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, the oh. We, we, hey, look, I was right. <laughs> Not just him. Mind you, a lot of the a lot of the super coach uh, so-called experts <laughs> was a bit of a piss take, and it sort of just took off. Uh, but yeah, that's why we call ourselves Big Jam was to mm. sort of take a piss take at all the so-called experts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of um, you know. Oh look, I said that, that player was going to go good, and um, you know, yeah. I had someone saying that they were going to, you know, one of the people that runs a podcast. Oh, I'm going to bring in Montoya. For the run home, <laughs> Marcel Montoya, eh? He's a great super coach player. You'd, it's just like, honestly, guys. I mean, if people are actually looking at podcasts to listen to, they should at the start of every show. All hosts. I mean, I know that like people like Wilfred have won it, but give your last three years of rank how you finished the year. Yeah, you know, like you want to listen to them. I mean, the guys um on searching for Corey Parker, both of them are in the top two hundred and fifty. One's at a hundred. And the other one's in at 250. I'll listen like to their podcast. Like yeah, I like them yeah, too. I, like them. I mean, I, I to I be like honest, them. to be honest, I've not listened to them until the last couple of weeks. Um, because uh, you know, I'm I get busy, but I haven't listened to them for like, until the last couple of weeks, and I've been enjoying. I like you know their opinions. They're very blunt, and they give each they disagree with each other, and um, they're doing well. Listen to the people who are in the top 250. I don't like the guys that say they say fifteen players that you that you should buy in this week, and then one of them goes off, and then they just yeah, go, like, I'm a genius. You know, like, I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Oh, I get so pissed off. Yeah. But, I mean, I told even on our podcast, we're a bunch of nuffies on our podcast, and I would say ten names a, a week of players that we we do like a free agency pod where players that you should be looking on free agency and um i would say 10 names a week one of them is bound to go big every week so <laughs> i should be like screen recording me saying you should pick up alex johnson this week because he's playing yep. against the bulldogs exactly if you <laughs> dribble enough if you dribble enough mate you're bound to get something yeah. right eventually i mean i stick i go out and i just go you know fuck him he's a shit player and the scorers are cheats i i, I just give my opinion and i'm wrong 
80% of the time, you know, like everyone else. But uh, I just, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm in 600th overall. I'm having a good year and I, I, generally, yeah. I, I genuinely think about it and look at the patterns in performance and, you know, I give it my best shot. But, I mean, that's the thing. None of us who do a podcast are, we're not fortune tellers. But, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of mm. egos. There's a hell of a lot of egos in there. And, um, you know, anyway... That's a, it's good chat. It's good chat. <laughs> uh, all right, look, um, into the game show. We're going to do the game show now. I did it with Kev last week. He was a guest on my show. He was my first ever guest. Kev, he's a good friend of mine. We played a lot of cashies together. Um, and Kev, oh, fuck, he sucked. At the start, I was saying, which front rower, which front rower <laughs> scored the most draw? <laughs> He he just Get into drew... Kev. He was bloody high flux. Oh, oh look, oh, look on the plot on the. I'll give him some a fair go. He at least I think he was on the beers and he has a tribe of kids around. <laughs> and I don't know, there was a fair bit yeah. in there. So anyway, here's the game show. Hopefully you do better for him. It's going to be out. It's out of sixteen, and Kev got eleven at the end. I don't know. He wobbled his way through there. I went back and checked it. I listened to it too, and he and he. F- <laughs> the last few questions were he easy. Stumbled around. The last few were easy, and he got it. But anyway. Um, Here's the questions, and I've like themed them a little Cronulla based. So, and 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 on Supercoach. So, anyway, I'll 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 do my. This is my intro I picked for my show. There you go. That's my game show. Welcome to the show, Tom Otten. Hopefully you're on on fire for super coach relevant data. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Still there? Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are you ready? The first question for you yeah. in this um, game show is who has the most tries for Cronulla this year? Ooh. Jeez, I'm actually stuck on that one. Yeah, most tries this year. Now, obviously, I should explain to you that's we we're not locked out yet. This round hasn't completed, so and obviously Cronulla hasn't. I mean, they haven't played yet, so obviously it's at where we stood last round for all of these questions. You know, last completed it's round. Both, both wingers have had time off. Connor Tracy. You're correct. I'll give you a point for that yes. because Connor Tracy <laughs> is the leading try scorer for the Sharks this year. Yeah, I'll give you a bonus if you can tell me how many he scored. Oh. Nine. He scored 11. 11 tries for Tracy. Not but bad, um, the, the, the 11 was just for a bonus, but you get the point for Tracy. Um, <laughs> if you can tell me who the second highest is, that's where you get the actual bonus point. Who is the next highest try scorer for the Sharks? Tell me if it's uh, it's between two people. Tell me if it's obvious one or not, or if it's out of the. I think it's the obvious like, one. This person should score yeah. a lot of tries. Will Kennedy. Yeah, correct. Yeah, no, Will. Good. Yeah, Will Kennedy. Point. He he scored nine this year. Will Kennedy. Oh really? Yeah. So eleven oh, and nine. I think they're the. I mean, when you go down from there, I think you're hitting. Um, old mate can't play for Queensland. You know, he he's on the wing. Yeah, yeah, both Ronaldo and Sione missed heaps of games. I know, um, like a couple of forwards, they've got a few tries. But mm. I know Aiden Tolman got a double one day. <laughs> yeah, Aiden Tolman. I thought he might have been up there. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, here's the next question. So you got the you got two points from that first one. Um, who who has the most try assists this year for the Sharks? 
try assists. I've got that Will Kennedy again. Absolutely. Correct. He's got 11 try assists this year. Um, I mean... Just on, I mean, on the side, yeah. How good, how good is his year? Do you think next year it's it's going to be they're going to keep him at fullback? I think and play Hines in in six. Thanks. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, do you oh, actually, say so, yeah. do you actually see Moylan as a seven? He because he's going to have to play seven. No, nah, they've got Trindle and they've got Luke Metcalf, um, and they've also got Connor Tracy. So between them, I think they'll. I actually like Trindle. What do you think of Trindle the last few weeks? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind Trindle. I just think he's, yeah, he's very green around the... I think he's got potential. I think he... I love his energy and I love his competitiveness. I mean, the person that I like the most is probably um, Connor Tracy, personally. I like his speed. I think he could be like a little um, Jerome Hughes-type model, you know, like that. Um, He's probably my favorite, I think, out of them. I don't mind Trindle. I think he could be a good 14 impact player off the bench, but I didn't see any place for yeah. Moylan in the team, just quietly. I mean... I'm, I'm very surprised they re-signed him. I was yeah. Yeah, a bit shocked by that. Yeah, all right. Well, back to the quiz. Um, oh, shit. That's my... That's my fucking time's up. You're wrong. Oh, I accidentally, accidentally pressed it. I pressed it at myself to hurry up and get back on task. Um, who's got the lowest um, average for the Sharks? Um, this year, after a minimum of five games. So there can't be someone who came in for one game, got two minutes off the bench. Who is it that's had a minimum five games with the lowest average? Well, you've got me there. Just think of someone who's been picked a lot and they really don't get many minutes. Yeah, it's going to be someone on the bench that doesn't play much. Mm, They get picked a lot, though. They've played a lot of games. So you're hinting at me. Well, they played a minimum five, yeah. Minimum five games. A lot of um, Cronulla fans like this bloke if you liked him in the res- in the lower oh. grades. Oh, no. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Oh, I get to oh, press it. Andrew, Andrew's been popping out at me. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> There's the fucking... Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. It's uh, Billy Margulis. Oh, yeah. Big Billy Margulis, the hero from, you know, that final. He has... Magulius. He's played nine games. He's averaged Uh, 24.2, you know, in in the Sharks team. So that's going to be a wrong. All right. Um, I want you to give me... This is quick fire. You know, so you gotta you, you can't you can't get many times or you'll get this. Um, I, w- <laughs> I want you to tell me the top averaging player from these following teams, and you'll get a point for everyone that you get right. Wait, all right. I missed a bit. What, what was oh, I just saying? Who who is I the top averaging player from the, the teams that I mentioned? Yeah. All right, and you'll this will be nice and quick, or I'll buzz you. Um, who is the top averaging player from Manly? Turbo. Correct. Who is the top averaging player from Melbourne? Uh, Nico Hines. Oh, Jerome. Ryan, Ryan Pappenhausen. Now, he has been oh, yeah. played limited games, but he's averaged over 100. Shit. Yeah, so Shit. that's that's a wrong. I'll just <laughs> mark that on there. Uh, all right, Souths. South Sydney Rabbitohs. Oh, uh, Cody Walker. Correct, yeah. Ooh. It's Cody. It's very close between Co- Cody and Luttrell, but Cody, yeah, as of last Ooh. round, 
But Cody, I mean, he might still hold on to it after this week because they both scored. I was going to say Alex Johnson. It was between Cody and Alex Johnson. Mm, yeah, well, Alex Johnson, he had a good run, but the other scores yeah. were 50s, 60s, you know. Uh, the yeah. Raiders. Oh, jeez. Who's the only uh, player you'd want from the Raiders? None. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We we'll shit on the weekend, too. Uh, oh, Corey, how are we tonight? Correct, yes. Uh, and here's an interesting one for you there to finish off. For your, You can get four out of five. Um, the Warriors. Oh, I don't want to say Cody Nicarima. Is it Cody Nicarima? Thank God for that. Yeah, well, he's on the bench now, killing teams. But he, uh, it's actually Tohu Harris. Yeah, this year, yeah, an average, yeah. you know, up in the seventies or whatever. So, um, you got a three out of five there. Um, oh fuck the button, the button, and now the final question of the day. This is worth a five as well. Um, who are the top five um, total points um, for this year? Okay. So not Jeez. not averages. This is just top five. Don't yeah, you look over points. at that? Don't you look over at that phone? I'm watching you. I've got you on video. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. Oh, uh, I, yeah. All right. Clint, Clint Gutherson. All right. Hang on. I'll go. I've got to. I've got to load it myself. So, all right. So Gutho, you reckon has is in the top five um, total points for the year? Yeah. All right. Let me let me just put this on while I my thing loads. Correct. Gutho is the second highest total points of the year. What a Ooh, fucking loser he is. Did you hear his spray on the weekend? He's, yeah, everyone I thinks know. Gutho's a nice guy, but he's a prick. Anyway, the king. The king? Uh, oh, mate, get a premiership. Then you become the king. Um, Gutho is the second highest total score for the for the year. This is more of a question about who's durable and played all the games, this, really, in a way. This is tough because, like, Cleary and Turbo, I think they've got to be there. Well, they've played very limited games. So you've got to think of someone who's played most of the rounds, you'd think. Most of the rounds. Big scorers. Isaiah Papali'i, I think he's up there. Oh, you're a legend. Correct. I I wish I'd... I've got the buzzer for no good, but I should have something for (laughs) for good. So you've got the top two, both Eels players. Papali'i, he's the 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 top total scorer of the year. 1,501 points. Wow. As of last round. Uh, um, and then Gutho second in four, 1,474. Think about someone else who's played most near or near all of the games who's had big scores in there. Uh, David Fafita. David Fafita is in fifth. So you've got all of them yeah, right now. You just need to get third and fourth. <laughs> and it's not too hard. <laughs> that makes me nervous. Not Turbo and Cleary. Uh, oh, I was getting ready on that buzzer. No. Yeah. Think about players who have done Turbo and Cleary type things, but they've been there for more rounds and they haven't been injured. No one's been near Turbo and Cleary. Oh, well, someone someone lines. comes from the same Not team as Turbo? Ruben Garrick. Yes, mate. He's in third. Me. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You're kidding. Yeah. He's got 1,448, averaging 80 points for the year. Oh, geez, one other one, player. I've got, I've got no idea who's the other one would be. Um, he's from a team in first place. 
Ooh, on the ladder. Brandon Smith. Oh. Is that a tick? Or not? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's Nico Hines. He's had a fucking oh, wow of a year. <laughs> he's had a wow of a year, but you know he, um, yes. you know he, he's. It looks like his job is done now. That Paps getting those yeah. minutes. I mean, I've got Hines in my team. Although um, Jerome Hughes. Had done a calf injury and could be out for a few weeks. Do you think uh, they'll go Heinz in the halves? Oh, yeah, they probably will, yeah. Yeah. So, they haven't got much else apart from Cooper Johns, who's done nothing. Yeah, I think they'll probably just for attack. I mean, mm. Heinz can play. <laughs> he can play seven easy, I yeah. think. Um, no, so, I think you're going to get more weeks out of Heinz. You know, I was. Yeah. After this week, you would have been petrified to ever play him again, I think, just for the limited minutes, but he's going to get bigger. Um, Minutes and you know things I've covered in my podcasts this week. You know, like keeping Hines. I mean, I'd rather play Hines if he's playing eighty in the halves than the Fox on a tough matchup like what they've got next week. Yeah. Um. So Hines lives on. It looks like. But anyway, thanks no. for doing the quiz. Oh, we should tell you what your score was. What did you get in that last round? You got. I think you only got one wrong. Better be more than eleven. Better be more than eleven. Yeah, you got a you got a five and a four is nine. <laughs> 10, 11, 12. You got 13. There you go. So you, yes. you, you win by 2 1, Kev. <laughs> and, uh, you get know. Get up your Kev. Yeah, get it up, you mate. I mean, I didn't make his Cronulla. <laughs> but, I mean, also, like, he took <laughs> fucking ages, too. At least you're quick, and, you know, I'm sure the missus is, loves that, too. <laughs> yeah, not the only thing I'm quick at. Yeah, in and out is the way to go. Um, all right, well, I mean, thanks for coming on the show. I think it's been fun, and um, I didn't really talk to you too much about anything serious, really, but I've already done most of the podcast. I'm just going to wait for the results tonight, but, you know. Yeah. Thanks for coming well, on. Thanks, Ada. It's been good. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll sing you out like I do for all of my guests because, you know, I sing at the end of the show, so I'll just play it and <laughs> sing. <laughs> you know, I, I just go no, live. can't wait. I just go live however I feel. Thanks for coming on, Tom. We're in a dynasty league and I'd like to win it. Just quietly. It's kind of weird talking to you about Classic because you fucking suck at it, let's be honest. But it was good fun having you on the game show nevertheless. Thanks for coming. Thank you, Tom. You're a gentleman. Yes. Thank you. There you go, mate. You were were a lovely guest and thanks for coming on. Yeah. There you go, guys. I mean, uh, that was Tom. Good good fella. Good fun. Um, but look, you know, we've got some things to deal with, you know, I think into next round. And people are probably really, I mean, at the most, you're going to have like one or two trades left. Um, you know, injuries to Hughes. And uh, it's going to really test that depth in the halves. You know, people would have brought Stags in this week. And he's, you know, gone for the whole year. Some people would have held, you know, Laurie. You know, and and it doesn't change my thoughts that, you know, the run home here is going to really be an interesting run. I think we're going to see a lot of changes in rank. I think if you, there's going to be people who are 5,000 now who just kept trades and are going to get to the top 1,000, the top 500 people who went hard early, who are now, you know, suffering these, you know, 
you know, unbelievable, you know, issues that have come through with player injuries and suspensions and whatnot that are going to drop out of their strong position that they've had for such a long part of this year. But good luck, guys, this year and and um, for the rest of the rounds. And hopefully, you know, you got some good green arrows this week and everything worked out well for you. You know, um, it was a bit of a mixed bag this week with good scores and bad scores. So hopefully you um, came out on the right end of that. So thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Bye.